When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. going on i hope everyone is well uh right now i am coming to you from omaha nebraska and you know there's certain places where i go and i'm like i remember being here but i don't i couldn't put my finger on it and sure enough when i showed up this is one of those places where i must have played here oh my god 15 16 years ago and I had uh, my nephew who was really young. He was going through some issues and I brought him on the road. Uh, it was funny, like almost every tour that I would do was always called uh, the new therapy tour. It was either a nephew or a niece or someone was coming on the tour. To, we can clear our heads and just just talk life and get things going. And so... Showed up. The club is amazing. It's the Funny Bone run by Colleen. She has tremendous stories. She was telling me that Seinfeld played there. And she just, she, she was really young. She's been there, or she's been there 30 years. And she said he, he got there and he just found out his pilot was picked up. And he took everyone out, like bought them, you know, sushi or whatever. Um... But yeah, it's cold here. Uh, something really cool that I want to tell you guys about. I've been video recording almost every show. A lot of the places I have, they have uh, cameras and a system where it sounds amazing. So I am going to be releasing those. Uh, a lot of it will be Patreon, which if you haven't signed up yet, now's the time to do it. If you want to see my comedy special, somebody had to say it. Go to Patreon, Jim Brewer, somebody had to say it, and then take whatever tier you want. You could take the lowest tier, which I think is $15. And for the $15, November 23rd, the special is downloadable. It's available to everyone on Patreon. You download it, then you can listen to all the podcasts, watch videos. Probably by then I'd have a concert or two. I think, well, A, we're going to have the special, and then there's also going to be tiers where you can have each night unedited so you can see the first night I filmed and the second night I filmed and then you get the final product as well so um yeah and then when December hits you go boom bailed I got all my stuff I'm done or you stay that's gonna be entirely up to you and as we stay uh like I said we're gonna have multiple podcasts almost like all different series on here I'm going to be airing a lot of comedy clips, comedy concerts that I'm filming on the road, and audio. And this week, I want to... I st It was... Last night, the first show. It's a Friday night. It's a first show. And right in the front row, right in the front row, 
there's a couple probably, I'm going to go out on a limb and say about 40, maybe, maybe late 30s. And I apologize if they're listening, like, I can't believe he said, why? Yeah, oh my God, and we really looked at, and they are full blown, sucking face hard. So they're, it's a four top, and they're sitting with another couple, and I'm, during the front row, spotlights on them, and I'm talking, I, I mean, hand beat, like when you make out, you're 17 years old. You're like 17 years old, and you're in the car, and you just suck in face. Like, this is the end of the world. You're sucking on the neck. Uh, 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 that's what these two are doing in the front row. So I, thank God I recorded it. It's so, I just addressed them. I got to let you listen to it. Sucking face. When's the last time you sucked Face. <laughs> you two are not married. You just met. Who sits in the front like this? I'm also going to have a comedian on. Uh, I've been torn with him for a long time. And before we get to him, we we had something planned today. But then when, when I toured with Joe Sib, Joe Sib's California guy, uh, grew up near the Bay Area, total California. Like He's a grown-up that says, dude, rad, and bro, dad, rad, bro. To the point where the first time I I met him, I, I didn't I don't know if it was fake. I never heard anyone really talk like that, but 
He really talks like that. He's totally California. Uh, so he he's he always is lively, and I've watched his. We've become friends. I've watched his life over the last couple of years go through changes, and I want to talk about that a little bit. I think a lot of you can relate to what he's been through, and on my own little journey. And so, so, so the two of us started talking the other night. You know, sometimes we go to. You know, he likes martinis and Dean Martin. Da, 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 da. And we both like that. We do Sunday sauce days. If we're on the road and we get an Airbnb, we make sauce and we play Dean Martin and Sinatra and all this. And and uh, so we just, you know, we, we like just enjoying life, taking life as it is. So I've been getting these cluster headaches. Looked them up. They're horrifying. They're called cluster headaches. Um, I'm actually on something right now that has been absolutely amazing. I don't want to talk about it yet until I know. I mean, it's going on two weeks. And if I told you the pain of a cluster headache, it is. I it's it's nicknamed the suicide headache. So I'll just and I'm being dead serious. It is horrifying. So. Because of that, I can't really go out and have a cocktail. I can't really. So Joe's like, oh, man, let's go. So what we did, where we're staying here in Omaha, they have a indoor pool at the hotel. And we asked the front desk, can we hang out? In the, I know it's late at night and it's like 10, 30, 11, but can we go hang out in there? We won't bother anyone. We went in there and we started talking. And I, Joe will probably not want to. This is when your friendship goes to a new level when a guy busts tears out in front of you because he's emo like he's emotional about what he's talking about you broke ground you broke ground you you've you've now went to a new level of friendship you're in a whole new you, you like borderline brother world and he's very close to his dad and he's got this whole thing. He's like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to be like when my dad goes. And uh, we're going to get into all that. And I started telling him, there's a lot of people, especially my A's, that are losing their parents or taking care of their parents. And I tell you, I know you don't see it now. But I tell you, the minute you let it go, and you let yourself heal and you go through the emotions. If I could have said this, I should have said that and all that jazz. The other, you know, I had, my dad and my mom were completely different. Um, my, it was, it was, it was, my dad was just like a puppy and doesn't say anymore. My mom was extremely animated and it took a while. And the other night was one of the first nights before I came out of here. I started listening to New York, New York by Sinatra, and she loved Sinatra. And I put on my headphones. I was the only one in the house. It was late at night. My wife was in Philadelphia getting her treatment uh, up at UPenn. And uh, <laughs> I just visualized my mom 
singing that song. She's had two martinis, two gin martinis, and she starts, and if you can, look out, Jim, I'm gonna start kicking. Make it there. It's up to you. And it, I started laughing so hard because I can feel her, I can see her, and I also started crying. I started crying. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I don't, I, it's not that I miss her. I mean, I miss her, but it's that I forgot how amazing you are. I know I look at some other bad things, but God dang, you were fun and amazing. So there is. I know some people have lost people. There's always, if you allow that in, it's it gets pretty amazing. I know we're starting off like all heavy and stuff, but I don't care. I don't care. Um, let's get, let's, uh, also, I don't know if uh, Mike, Mike, can I talk to you a second? Yo, what's up, man? What's happening? How you doing? Man? Now, I know, I know you've been helping me big time with with the site and dates i'm gonna ask you something what's up my, my web my website the guy that's it's this is disaster and what i mean by that is people are people tell me like hey i keep trying to hit breakfast with brew and the guy that set up the i i've asked him a hundred times can you just take that down can you take can you wash that out and maybe we put the Patreon right there? Join now with the somebody had to say it and we put like you know the podcast. We just clean it up. Would you? Are you able to do something like that? I'll uh, even absolutely. I can get right on that, dude. We'll get into that one. So I, that would like when you go on my site, you see the tour and blah blah blah. But the first thing you see is breakfast with brew. It doesn't exist. So. Pfft. The merchandise, it doesn't exist because it was a complete, that merchandise situation. Oh my God, this guy. Um, but that would be huge. I think we should be up there. As soon as we get on there, we see the Bruniverse. And then we should also see the special countdown to the special. Click here for Patreon and just get rid of everything else. It's just touring and this. I like it. Dude, this is why I love you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're a beast. There he is, the Mike man. Um, Thanks, man. You had a good week? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, pretty damn good. Uh, cleaning up last week's episode. That's up uh, on Spotify. And then uh, go listen to that. It's all good. Other than that, yeah, great, man. I know you got, uh, what, a show last night? Show night before? I had two shows last night, and... Two completely different sets. The first set was more recent stuff I'm working on and like going to, it's more recent stuff. And then the second set was completely different direction, super high energy. I recorded both, but I know you were listening in the beginning when I said, and I don't know if it's possible if I can send you last night's set for the first show. And it's just, I think it's the, it's literally in the first couple minutes, I'll find it and I'll write down where it is. And it's these people are sucking face, like hard. And I got it all recorded. And I think it'd be cool for it to put it on here. Just, just those couple minutes. I don't know if we're capable of doing that. Yeah, yeah, man. 
Awesome. All right. So very cool. cool. Let's um, let's dip into Joe Sib. You got it, man. He Wait. always brings a whole different energy. What's up, Joe? Dude, the intro. Like now, everyone's like, we're gonna hear the guy cry. Like we go right into me crying. I've never had an intro like that. This is my bro. He sits by the pool and cries. I mean, I, 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 I direction. I mean, come on. If I was listening to this, I would just be like, oh boy, here we go. Like you couldn't talk about my stand-up or my music. You just had to go right to, yeah, I was hanging with him in Omaha and he just started crying. crying. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Dude, we've done so many great things together. You couldn't mention Metallica, maybe some just. Just something, just you just go right to the most vulnerable moment I have with you, and I and and you just go. Yeah, so hey, um, today, he's a comedian, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, he cries, he cries a lot. Um, he's scared to lose his daddy, and he's. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here just going, only you, Brewer, only. Hey, I tried. Oh. If you notice too, that night I tried because I started talking about my mom and dad. And I was trying to, but you let go a little harder, so I'm like, I ain't letting go as hard as him. Yeah, I held, yeah. I held my cards a little closer. I was just here for a second and pretend like, ah, man, this is like stuffy in here, this pool area. Yeah, well, chlorine's well, you know, murder. You know, no, because you, because you know what? All kidding aside, for your listeners, um, you know my dad. I mean, the reason I got the gig to open for you is because of my dad. It's not even because of me. Yeah, tell everyone. So this is how me and Joe Sib started working together. Now, uh, I met Joe, like, I was promoting, so I think I was promoting an album. I don't know what I was promoting. It was right when the, it was right, it was when the metal record came out. Oh, okay. I said, yeah, that's right. I said, hey, I'm promoting this, this metal record, uh, Songs in the Garage. Yep. And, uh, and you're like, dude, I'm a big fan, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, thank you. You were super kind. Like, dude, you know, this is our record label. Here's some records, blah, blah, blah. And that's the last time I met you. Well, the thing the thing was, was because you remember uh, my old roommate and bandmate, Chris Shiflett from the Foo Fighters, he was, he was interviewing you. And he called me, and he said, bro, because, you know, I was doing stand-up. And I was about, I don't know, maybe six years in, you know, and I was like, I was at that point where, you know, he, when he, inter when he called me, he said, Hey, I'm interviewing Jim Brewer today. You know, you got to come by. And I, you know, it just happened to be that he was going to interview him at, at side one dummy. You remember it was in LA for you. So he used my studio and he said, you, you know, I'll introduce you. And then you and I met that day. And um, at that point you had, um, you had your publicist, Amy, and you know, you were like, Hey dude, nice to meet you, you know, but, uh, you know, stay in touch with Amy. And then I fully, um, basically would, I would, I would, for all comics listening, this is true. I would, I would go on Jim's site and I would see he's in Chicago, he's in Florida. And I would just send an email to, to his publicist, Amy. And I would be like, Hey, it just happens to be, I'll be in Chicago on November 4th, which I ha I wasn't going to be there, but I would say that I was, because I was hoping they'd be like, you should come down, you should do a spot. And, you know, at that point, um, you know, it never, it never, it never came together, but I did the same thing once for a show in San Diego. And then Amy actually hit me back and said, Hey, you know what? We need an opener. And that was when I got the gig, but I brought my dad. See, so, yo, I don't know anything about Joseph. I go to this theater. It was a huge, like, it's a huge music venue. It was awesome. 
All right, so I go in this theater and I go in the green room and uh, the dressing room and I'm hanging out and then all of a sudden I go to the bathroom and then uh, I'll let you go ahead. You give your version. I'll give you my version. All right, well, my thing was this is that, you know, I took my dad to the show and when I and I was living in L.A. at the time and I, I came down, I said, I, I called my dad. Hey, man, I'm, I'm opening for Brewer. He knew who you were. He's like, oh, awesome. I go, Dad, come with me. He's like, great. So we went and had dinner together. My dad was super excited because it was a theater show. It wasn't just a, a comedy club show. It was a big deal, you know, big theater. So my dad was like, wow, this is great. Something like that. It's a great moment because, you know, instead of just sitting him in a seat, you know, in some random comedy club, it's like there was a backstage, and, you know, gave me, a, gave me the room, you know, but the best part was, I, I said, dad, wait here, I'll be right back. And I had to go upstairs. And when I came back, now my dad is in Jim's dressing room. Not only is he in there, he's made a sandwich. He's got a cup of coffee and he's just eating the sandwich and it's just flying onto Jim's shirt. They're talking about the Mets. They, they, and they're just going deep. And, I, and, and I'm just looking, I've never even met Jim. And I'm like, oh boy, okay, cool, this is done. And Jim's just hanging out holding court with my dad and it was just like right there i was like wow check this out so <laughs> so for me you know i i had my dad my whole life so now joe doesn't know it but the fact that he brought his father i already didn't need to see his set yeah there you go yeah there he is I didn't even need to see his set. All Joe had to do to get invited again was not have anything thrown at him or not have people walk out or not people go, don't ever use that human being again. Because I already knew morally what kind of young comic shows up with his father. And when I say young me, he hasn't been around for a while. So I'm in my dressing room and this guy goes, hey, how you doing? I went, good. And he goes, oh, boy, they got snack. I said, come on in. I said, he goes, oh, that looks. I said, make a sandwich. He goes, oh, no. I said, make a sandwich. He's like, yeah, I'd really like to make a sandwich. This is really. I said, would you like some coffee? Oh, wow, there's a coffee maker. This is really special. Dad. I said, he's like, oh, my son's, you know, doing the show. I'm like, oh, wow, you must be excited. And we're just talking. I said, so are you a Padres fan? He's like, you know, I didn't grow up a Padres fan, but living here. And I started talking about the Mets and all this other jazz. And uh, see, I saw Joe come in the doorway and I saw his eyes like this. And Joe totally. goes, Dad, uh, Dad, come on, we uh, we we got this, and he's going, No, I'm talking to Jim, I'm talking to Jim here. Have you met Jim? That's what he says to me. He he introduces me to you. Hey, let me introduce you to my friend Jim. You're opening for him. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> and I instantly knew, like, oh my God, this is this is this is great. So that's how. That's how our friendship started. That's how the touring has started. That's how uh, it all started with Joe Siv. And I have to say, it's it's been a, a pretty amazing journey. You've been, you've been there for me as a business guy, and you've also been there for me as a friend. And uh, and it's just been 
It's been a pleasure. And I know like the other day, like Joe has, Joe went, there's two things that really fascinated me the other night. And I don't know if you're open for it. The first one was now Joe, just like a lot of people are going through or went through uh, an emotional thing in his life. All right. Like we all do. I'm going through stuff now. Um, Joe's going through this, but he also has like this, there's a lot of new things in his life. He has this calm and he, you kind of took me back the other day because you mentioned, bro, uh, Al-Anon saved my life. And I had, you never mentioned that to me. You never brought that. I had no clue. You would even go to that. And the reason why I find that fascinating is I'll wait to see what you have to say. And I'm going to tell you about something about that that I'm sure nobody knows about. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, first of all, Jim, I got to say, like, just, you know, when you said, you know, we we've been you know, we've gone through a lot and and, you know, I, I would say this, you know, I, I do have to say, like, when when I started opening for you, you know, it definitely was. It was I'm opening for Jim Brewer, the comedian. And then over the last, you know, over the years when we became friends and, you know, you know how it is, you open for people and, you know, you, you just see them maybe that time and then that's it, but you're still friendly, you know? Um, but with you though, you know, it went from opening and the opening for you was awesome because, you know, it's a huge, it's fun. It, it's a huge opportunity as a comic, but, but then the friendship part just kind of overshadowed the opening, you know, like, I, like even now, you know, when we go on the road together, I'm more excited to, to have the dinner before the show. I'm, I just want to catch up. You know, like the stuff at the club's awesome and we're performing and we're doing what we, you know, I, I love it. I love being on stage. But, you know, the, the fun part is the hang, you know, and, and talking about things and, you know, just you turning me on to different things and, and different spirituality type of things. Like, whoa, man, I never I never knew that you were into that or, you know, you turning me on to different things that way. Um, but the al thing, the reason we started talking about al was, you know, just, just in short without, you know, going down, going down the darkness or whatever. I don't want to make people sad, but, you know, went through a divorce and, um, you know, I was in a place where I, I just didn't really have a group. Um, it was during a pandemic. I didn't really have anywhere to turn to, to talk to other men about going through something like that. And, and, and the elements that were involved with it were elements that I didn't really know where to turn to, to ask for questions and get answers and, and kind of pull together a toolbox of new tools so that I could get through this difficult time, man. Like it was, and anyone that's gone through a divorce, it's a nightmare. You know, there's, there's no, you know, anyone that says like, you're going to go through it and oh, hey, what's up, best friend, see you later. Like, it's just, it's difficult. Get all that. Uh, we we all know it's hard and all that. What? How do you end up there of all? Like, how do you end up? How does one end up there? You know what ended up happening was um, a buddy of mine that was, um, in, you know, in the program basically. Because I thought what I thought Al-Anon was for. I thought because I remember my buddy said, "Hey man, you know what? With your circumstance and the factors that are involved with what you're dealing with right now." Um, you know, why don't you come to Al-Anon? Why don't you do an Al-Anon meeting? And the first thing I said was, I'm like, well, dude, I drink. And he's like, dude, it's not, 
I just assumed Al-Anon and AA were the same thing. You know, Al-Anon is, you know, Al-Anon is a support group for people that have anyone in their life, whether it's an uncle, a mother, a brother, a father, a wife, a son, a daughter that has any kind of substance abuse. And for someone like me that has never done any drugs and, you know, you know me, I like my beer, my shot of tequila. Woo, what's up? Like, I don't know the sickness and the disease that someone that I could love so much is going through, you know? And what ends up happening was I needed some guidance and some tools and some support to figure out how I can maneuver in that world. And when my friend from Al-Anon suggested to go, when I said to him, I thought, dude, I, 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 I drink. He's like, it's not for that. It's for you to learn how to get the tools to go through that. And what ended up happening with Al-Anon for me was it, it was all on Zoom too, because you got to remember it was, it was pandemic, you know, still pandemic. So I'll never forget the first meeting I went to, you know, I sign on just like this. And it was, it was, I was, I was in such a place where I just didn't have anywhere to really turn to, to discuss. And Jim, it was, it was one of the most emotional moments I ever had in my life because all of a sudden, you know, a screen of zoom, it's like, 95, you know, hundred people. And it's all these men's faces, you know, and you see everyone's face, you know, you've done those live zoom, you know, how we do comedy in front of zoom, you see all the faces. So I'm sitting there and it's just all these men. Cause it's it, the meeting I go to and it's an all men, uh, men group. And, um, I started hearing these guys share and I started hearing the stories and I started hearing so many similarities that were I felt and I just sat and just listened and I saw all of these faces and these men and it I started to cry I gotta hear it now I'm telling you I'm crying so I started to cry because it <laughs> Ooh, fairy oh this fair. I saw this guy over in Metallica he's freaking crying bro I thought bro was gonna be like funny the whole time Socks podcast sucks. Get all deep in stuff, fairies. Yeah, the next time I open for you, I'll be in some city with you, walking through the crowd. Hey, you gonna start crying? What's up, cry baby? Uh no, but what it was, what it was for me was the similarities and so many people's experiences and what they were going through, and to hear other people sharing it, I just felt like such a relief, and it just, it just all came out of me, and it really, it really made me realize why. Um, why these pro why this program why Al-Anon um, works and why it is there and and what it is so helpful for and as I began to come to more and more meetings and as I worked myself up to to share in front of the group for the first time um, I felt such um, such a presence and even though it was you know virtual and we were on the internet together I just felt this presence from these from these these men and they were all different ages you know there was young guys there was older guys and what I really loved about it too Jim was you know after after I started coming to the meetings I really developed a friendship with a lot of the people there where we could um, you know reach out to one another and talk about different situations and you know you you, you it, having that ability to share because as a guy you know i i was just you know i was raised not raised but just as a dude i just pushed that stuff down like i'm not going to talk about it or i'll make a joke about it 
And finally, just to go, you know what, man, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy. I got to talk about this stuff because it's messing with me mentally. It's making me, it's making me not want to get out of bed. It's make it's just, you know, all that stuff. And to share that with other people. And all of a sudden you're like, you're talking to a friend or you're talking to a person. They're like, yeah, man, I went through the same thing. Th this is what you're going through. And then also to start working the steps. Um, that was a real you know game changer. So let me, let me, let me slow it down for me. Um, cause I, I process things slower. Um, my sister went to that. Yeah. My sister, my sister, uh, she struggled her whole life. God rest her soul. Um, and she, her whole life, I didn't really know her except for when she was younger. And then she struggled with, you know, booze and whatever, whatever she struggled with. She struggled with a very long time. And I knew there was unsolved issues with every time she'd get together with my mom, it would end in a disaster of drinking and screaming and crying. And I'm just, it was always chaos and loud, just breaking each other down. Like, oh my God, what's the matter with you two? You guys are psycho together. And then... Um, she was diagnosed with basically, they said, you're done. You're done. You get a couple months. The only way you can survive is we're going to, going to put you on this trial and you, ha you can never drink again. You can't drink or do whatever you're doing ever again, or you're dead and it's official. Here's the chart. You, you're done. Um, and during that time, she started telling me about Al-Anon. And she was like, Jimbo, you need to go to Al-Anon. I'm like, no, I don't. She's like, no, you really, Jimbo, change your life. And I went, I appreciate where you're at. And I think it's amazing for you, but I'm not in your place. But she wanted, she wanted to share it so much. And I remember her visiting me in New Jersey, and I can honestly say, throughout my whole existence of knowing my sister, who I had a deep soul bond with, uh, it got it was good, it was bad, it was tragic, it was it was every emotion. It was the first time I saw my sister in years. She was filled with joy she was filled with pure pure innocence and love and it was absolutely i had to leave the room because i started crying because i went oh my god she's, she's her soul has been healed and it was going to al-anon and i don't know what and and i i am so blessed I was heartbroken after because soon as the doctor said, hey, man, you're cured, by the way, we were done with Al-Anon and went right back on the rails. And then it led to her not being here. Um, but for that moment in time, I'm so, I will out of all the ugh, and the yuck and the madness and the chaos and the fear and whatever she struggled with. That moment in time that I got to see my sister, I have to say it was because of Al-Anon 
And it's such a beautiful moment. It's such a beautiful moment in my time. Is it, is it, do they, is it a higher thing they want you to connect with? Is it just a good person thing? Is it a, is it you, like you said, you start seeing like, oh, I thought I had it bad. That person, oh my God, it's not just me. It's, it's everyone. Is it, is it, is it more that? Is it, I mean, you don't have to give it up, but from I, I don't know anything about it, but I can say for what it did for my sister when she was there, changed her life for that short moment in time. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think for everyone, it's different. You know, the thing about Al-Anon is, is there's definitely a, there's definitely, um, uh, and I I can't speak on AA because I've never gone any of that, but with Al-Anon, yeah. So, yeah. So for Al-Anon, there is definitely a focus on a higher power and they always say, you know, the best thing about Alan on that I love about it, and, and, and I and I'm you know I'm not here to tell any you know tell your listeners, hey man, you know, go down go to, but no, but what I what I would say is this is that is that the best thing about Alan on is they say it all the time, like take what you want and leave the rest. Like there's parts like it happens all the time where you know, like someone's like, you know, they'll be saying something like they'll be suggesting something like this, and you might be like, Yeah, that's not really for me, but but you know what? I really like that. It's like imagine going to a buffet in Vegas and you're like, oh damn, dude. I love spring rolls. I'm not really a fan of uh, ravioli. I'm going to leave that over here. Oh my gosh. I love stir fry. I don't know if I like shrimp. Like you just, you can just go there and pull in what you want. And they encourage that. Like, is there a talk about higher power? Absolutely. But they say, let it be your higher power. Like it, we don't, you know, it's like you're sitting around and they're just saying you have to be, it's like, Hey man, just let, how about we do this? See if you can believe there's something bigger than you. That's that just, there you go. And you know what? That to me was so inviting. That to me, um, I you know, I learned different things. Like, there's a term that I learned. You know, uh, it's it's called being it's called being emotionally sober. Oh, uh, dude, we talked about it the other day. We started we started talking about our kids, and I brought something up to you, and I went, you know, and and it's not easy. Teenagers will emotionally destroy you they'll drain you they'll divide you from your wife it's and and so hold on that thought i remember i started telling you the the best tactic that has helped me is even though it's your child i have to emotionally detach from this is my child talking this is someone uh that i have that i care for and I'm going to give them advice the way I would give a complete stranger or my friend Larry or Jimmy and their child. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to tell you straight up cuz I have nothing to lose here how you should handle the situation. But sometimes cuz we're emotionally attached to the child, you you got too many you're saying the wrong thing, you're you're making the wrong decisions, they're all emotional decisions. You have to detach and I thought that was fascinating when I told you that. You're like, dude, that's an Al-Anon thing. You just said yeah. an Al-Anon thing. Yeah, they, it's basically the the phrase that that a lot of us will say is detach with love. You know, detach with love. And, and I, a lot of times, bro, I'll, I'll be honest, it's a lot easier just to detach. Like, I'm out. You know what? I, I just detach. Um, what I've had to learn is, you know, what I've had to work on with myself is detaching with love. You know, you can, you can, you can have someone in your life that, that you love so much, a, a sister, a brother, a, a son, a daughter, a, you know, someone that you love. And you're like, I love you, but I'm going to detach 
from what you're doing because I can't have I can't help you continue to live that way. I love you. And like, check it out, bro. I am down. Like, hey, if you need to call me, you need me, I'm there, but check it out. I'm not gonna facilitate you living that way. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on that team. So check it out. I'm gonna, you know, I'm detaching with love. I mean, you don't literally say you're detaching with love, but there's a way to tell someone, you know, hey man, you know, I love you so much, but I got I'm gonna step back for a second. You do your thing, and I'm here if you need me. You can do that. Um it, and, and that's like right there what I just said, detach with love, being emotionally sober. I mean, dude, I know this. I, I'm not an alcoholic. I can say I'm not an alcoholic. But dude, I know this. There's been plenty of times I haven't been emotionally sober. You know, I, you know, you're just, you get upset, you, you go off the rails, you say that, you know, you know, we all, we all had those moments. And what I've realized, you know, now is that those that that those characteristics and those things that you do and say those are all learned behaviors and you you know go into a place like Al-Anon makes you go oh wow you know i i've never really opened up like i always say a toolbox like we're all born and we have our tools you know like okay this is the way i think about this okay that's the way i think about that so now all i would say for me personally and what Al-Anon i loved about being a part of it is it's allowed me to learn and gain different tools to be a better person. And all I want to do, dude, is just keep my side of the street clean. That's it. That's all I can do. Well, it, it uh, and, and again, I don't want everyone to think this was like, hey, clearly they're promoted by, we're, I'm not promoted by no. anyone. I'm not getting paid by anyone. I'm not, I'm just no. fascinated by human stories. And when they're real, I like to, you know, let's be real. Let's not pretend what it is. Like if someone's sick and they take something to make them better, uh, I like to hear about it. If someone's going through all, all that I'd love to say is this. I would love to say this because I, I'll say it and I'll and I'll and I'll say this. For for anyone that's listening right now and whatever you're going through, whatever you've had in your life, if there's been any blip that you're like, oh yeah, you know, I've, you know, well, you know what? I am kind of dealing with something like that. All I'm saying is this, is that this, 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 uh, program, Alan on its program sounds so, I just don't even like the word, but just the word, you know, Alan on, um, that, that meeting with these people and sitting around there and it really allowed me to get through a time that I thought I wouldn't get through. We've all been there. And I'm on the, I'm not saying I'm on, I'm on the other side of it. And I, and I would be, I would be total BS if I didn't share that. And I, and that's my, that's all I want to do. I, if I could, if anyone else could see this and say, Hey, I want to go, I'd just go try it. That's it. That's all. That's all I would say. All right. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you, yes. because every time I talk to you or have talked yeah. to you, and the reason why that completely threw me off yep. is because you you talk about your struggles, but you also put on this persona. You're like, oh, dude, yeah, everything, yeah, I'm, I'm surfing. I'm gonna do, your life's good. Go ahead. I meet my dad, bro. I see my dad every day, bro. That life is, bro. I come over there, he does this thing, blah, blah, blah. So to go from that to, yeah, man, this is how you said it the other night. You're like, you're like this. You're like all serious. You're like, Alanon saved my life, man. And I went, what? You went, yeah. now I don't want to keep talking about Alanon. What I want to say is, where were you emotionally? 
Like, were you in a dark place? Because you went from, I know you went through what you went through. Uh-huh. You still get kids, and all of a sudden you were, not that you were, you, you, you felt like, I have to do this. This had to be done for everyone's life to be healthy. And we'll, Absolutely. And we'll figure it out. And the last I thought, like, oh, dude, he's in a, he's, he's when, when was the, because clearly someone approached you. Well, I, no, I actually, for me, what happened was this. I was just cruising through and I was doing what you were saying. One second. I want to turn. Hold on one second. Hang in okay. there. Hang in there. I'm hanging in there. You keep telling me. Hey, just, so, just so you guys all know right now, I'm not, I, I love that we're talking about Al-Anon and it looks like I'm drinking a Guinness and I'm, I'm drinking, they gave us these drinks the other night, Liquid Death. Once again, not a sponsor of the show or anything. But I, I feel bad that like I'm talking about Al-Anon it looks like, dude, is this guy drinking a Guinness right now? Like, yeah, nah, what time is it? It's yeah. yeah, no, but uh, what I was going to say was this, for me, for me, I, I was lucky enough that I had a buddy of mine that was a part of Al-Anon. And, uh, you know, just like I would talk to you, just like I would talk to my other friends, you know, I have my support group of bros. Hey, man, I'm going through this divorce. Hey, I'm doing this. Hey, I'm, you know, like, oh, my God. You know, and this one guy was just like this one buddy of mine um, said, hey, can I suggest something? And I said, dude, yes. And he was like, dude, we get together. We got this Alan on me in Zoom. Check it out. You know, I don't know. I think you might dig it. And I was like, really? And it was just that. There was no like, hey, can I talk? There was nothing. And I dropped in. And, and all I got to say is this. I dropped in and it just felt right. It just was like, I can get my head around this. And it was, it was really, it was cool. And it really, and like I said, it really, it really allowed me to just get some tools to maneuver in, a, in an area that I had never maneuvered in before. You know, it'd be no different, dude, if like, you know, we paddle out surfing and you're like, dude, what kind of board do I, uh, do I wear a wetsuit? Where are we going? I just, I got the right gear. I got it. Got it. Well, I think, uh, it's good to see you and, uh, it's good to, I'm, I'm glad you're going through that and we'll get into, uh, your dads and all that. Keep enjoying hanging out with your dad. I'll see you before tonight's show. And uh, thanks for coming on and hopping along. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. I'll see you later, Joe. Later, bud. That's Joe Sib. Um, he is, by the way, he's like a promo machine. I, I've never... Like, he'll go on stage and go, oh, by the way, I'm back here in five, six months. And he's working the... He, it's really... He knows how to promote. He knows he's got... He, he helped me a lot with my sets that leads up to that led up to my special somebody had to say it and you know i struggled with a angry tone during my special i'll be the first one to tell you that and i never was an angry comic um but the last year and a half two years i struggled with some some anger. I get angry when I feel that humans are taken advantage of, whether it's mes- mentally, physically. I have a serious. Like I get really, it it really gets under my skin, and uh, I would try to present that in a comical way, and a lot of times it came off like, dude. And he he worked. He's like, bro. 
Matter of fact, I saved, and I think I'm going to play it before my special. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it because it's left for a surprise. But Joe would often be like, bro, bro, what you're saying is powerful. It's really funny. Just, just, just give them that Jim Brewer love that, they, that they're in love with, that, that, the, the smile, the happiness. Because like, he's not a confrontational guy. He's not a confrontational guy. He definitely tries to avoid conflict. Where I don't enjoy conflict, but if I feel like I'm in the right, I'm like, all right, I'm up for a discussion. So, yeah, it's interesting. Joe, Joe's a good, very good guy. He's very, he's been a I'm very blessed. He's come along, and that we end up doing Metallica together, and even that is like. I was touring with him and I loved the friendship element. When I tour people, I have to know they're not chasing girls. They're not chasing drugs. They're not chasing, they're not maniacs. Uh, I like them, they have to be clean. They don't have to be squeaky clean, but just just, just set a tone. I don't I don't want someone going up before me and going, you know, when you do this, you like, oh my God. And it, funny, funny is funny. But for what I'm gonna put out there, I gotta, I gotta just, I try to set a tone, and uh, he's just, he's done a tremendous job. So, and if you're gonna start seeing him, go, go check out Joe Sib. Look at his uh, Instagram and his Facebook and all that jazz. So he, what I'm gonna leave you guys with, my little nugget, little Brewer nugget for you. Um, and I say this on stage. One of the things that keeps Joe going, he tells these tremendous tales of him hanging out with his father. I wanted to get a little more into that, but we end up going in that direction. And it's fine. Someone needed to hear that stuff. Um, if you have the chance, because he's so he fears, just many of us fear, that someone's going to be gone in our life. It's part of life. There's nothing you can do about it. There's, there's just, we're all on borrowed time we're all on all our days are numbered we just don't know what page it's on today we're gonna get these two and these four and this one we don't know we don't know but i will tell you this if you have the opportunity to be there and hold someone to the end don't fear it don't fear it it's the most it, it it's so powerful it's peaceful it's 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 emotional it, it, it's it's such a human experience and i know a lot of i know a lot of us don't get that a lot of us just get the phone call um but if you have that opportunity I'm begging you to take it on because there's nothing, no school can ever teach you that. No science can ever define it to the point where emotion is from the soul. We're humans, spirit, touch, thought process, hug. Science is numbers and thing and fact. It's, it's soulless. It just gives facts and figures and people pay for those facts. Here, go find some facts and go, man. It, to hold someone is so powerful. And I had my dad. I was like, oh, you bastard. You're trying to sneak out of here without me. And I'm holding that last bell. Oh, it, it, the gut-wrenching of, 
but it's such a, I sleep good at night. I sleep good at night knowing I had the opportunity and I went for it. And, I, and I'm telling you, don't be scared of it if you have that opportunity. This was kind of a heavy one. So uh, you got to get used to, hey, we're going to get heavy once in a while. I'm not gonna, always going to be, if you want to see the funny, funny side, come see me live. You know, that's for the stage. That's for the stage. We become friends. We get to know each other because this is the more personal element of it all. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. What you can do for me is check out the Patreon page. Uh, the lowest tier is 15 bucks. And like I said, you get multiple podcasts. You get concerts, audio shows. I'm going to be putting on at least once a month. Only the Patreon get to see raw, uncut, uh, the first show, the second show. And just like I said, I'll the audio from this. So, um, and then you let for one month you download the special and you can bail. If you want to stay, you stay. You want to join higher tiers, you join higher tiers. I don't want to be part of the. I have to keep my money where my mouth is and my mouth where my mouth. The corporate world, uh, they, they're not my style. And Patreon is the only place where I don't have to worry about someone going. Uh, she didn't say that and so that's why that is the element so it's it's we're growing together we're starting anew uh, it may not be perfect now I enjoy what's putting out there the fans seem to enjoy it so if you have a chance check it out see you guys next week check out the website and um, enjoy this was just a raw moment that I captured here in Omaha Nebraska and I wish you all nothing but love and laughter and I'm glad you joined the Bruniverse today. Until next week when I see you back in this Bruniverse, safe journeys, baby. Take a look